did ALFI begin? What are the origins for this project? Um, in 1999, Kale um, had a benchmarking study from which um, best practices in adult learning were identified. And um, after um, that study, which resulted in 11 findings, uh, there was this publication um, produced, and this features six best practice institutional models. We're going to give you a copy of this book uh, later today, um, so you will have that. Um, and then um, the findings were shared with other stakeholders, employers, the adult learners themselves, and um, they were distilled to eight principles of effectiveness for serving adult learners, and that's really the whole basis of um, the, the, the assessment tools are built around these eight principles for effectiveness. And we'll be introducing those in just a few minutes. Um, after that, uh, the institutions were saying, well, how do we know if we're following these principles? Um, we need some guidance. So Kale produced this publication, which will also be made available to you. It's called Best Practices in Adult Learning, a self-evaluation workbook for colleges and universities. And it was a tool that provided um, a way for doing informal assessments, uh, for institutions to do a, a very informal self-assessment. Um, and this book, unfortunately, was not shipped with the materials, but we will get copies to Becky and then can distribute that, please. Um, then um, we were su successful in getting some grant funding from the Lumina Foundation to actually develop the toolkit and to develop the institutional self-assessment survey, uh, which is what you will be using, and also the adult learner inventory, which your students will be completing. And um, our partners uh, for working with those tools are the NCHEMS, um, the National Higher Education Management Systems uh, for the ISAS, and Noel Levitz, uh, a well-known organization in adult uh, student retention um, that helps us with the ALFI, uh, the ALI, the Adult Learner Inventory. Uh, and these are formal assessments that you will be doing with, um, as Wayne mentioned earlier, a database that, that has comparative data for national. Um, Lumina then further funded, after the tools were introduced, um, some case studies to measure the impact of, of the use of the tools. And um, then just this past year, um, they funded a, an uh, the development of an additional version of the Institutional Self-Assessment Survey for two-year schools, community colleges. Um, the original pilot group was a mixture of four-year and two-year, but then it became clear that there were some specific things that needed to be looked at among two-year institutions, so we had a second pilot group of about 22 community colleges recently used the tools. Now, um, one of the interesting things that happened as a result of that pilot was that we felt that the community colleges, we needed to look at um, transitions uh, and developed a whole new scale for the tools around transitions. Um, and after we looked at the, the research from that, that pilot study, 
we determined that that really is a scale that, that applies us as well to four-year institutions. The adult learners move around from institution to institution. You know, how, um, you know, how does the institution assist them in doing this? Um, so we have added the transition scales now back into the version that's used for the four-year schools as well. Um, I mentioned that the development of the, um, the eight principles of effectiveness. So we want to just walk now through those principles. Um, and you have as a handout in front of you this piece. It's a two-sided piece, the principles of effectiveness for serving adult learners. So we will look at each principle, and I would just like to give you some examples here on the second column in your handout, you have best practices, some, some examples of best practices for that each particular principle. But I would like to, as we talk about the principles, just give you some few examples for each of what uh, would be some indicators of that particular principle. Um, so we look at the first one, which is outreach. Conducting outreach to adult learners by overcoming barriers in time, place, and tradition in order to create lifelong access to educational opportunities. Right. Some, some examples of this in action would be using a variety of innovative methods and venues to recruit adult learners. <clears throat> Creating recruitment and admissions practices that serve to address the personal needs and concerns of adults. Working collaboratively with adults to help them overcome barriers that may prevent them from returning to learning. And assisting adult learners in making informed decisions about how well the college matches their particular interests and goals. Okay. The second principle is related to life and career planning. An Alfie institution addresses adult learners' life and career goals before or at the onset of enrollment so that they can assess and align the institution's capacities to help learners reach their goals. Okay. Some, some uh, examples for indicators, uh, an adult learner-focused institution collaborates with adult learners to develop a systematic process for education and career planning. Helps adult learners determine their level of educational development upon entry. Helps adult learners identify career goals and a plan for reaching these goals. Encourages adults to become active partners in planning, delivery, and evaluating their own learning. Okay, and there are others, but that just to give you a flavor of some of the things that adult, an adult learner-focused institution would be doing to um, meet this principle of good practice. Financing, one that you've put right up in the front as an issue. The institution promotes choice using an array of payment options for adult learners in order to expand equity and financial flexibility. So while well, you may not be able to do anything about your, your tuition um, rates, you may be able to um, do a better job of making it possible for the adults to have a flexible payment option. Um, there, there are a variety of ways that you may assist. Um, 
an ELFI institution, lets adult learners know about convenient payment options that are available to them, assists adult learners through deferred payment options when tuition reimbursement programs don't make funds available until course completion. You have adults whose employers may be paying um, their tuition for them, but they may not be doing it as a prepaid option. They may be doing it only on a reimbursement basis. And in that case, um, if you can work with them for deferred payment options, that may help to remove one of these barriers. Uh, making financial aid and grants available to part-time students. Uh, another practice, um, another good practice. Principle number four, assessment of learning outcomes. Um, a favorite at Kale. Um, the institution defines and assesses the knowledge, skills, and competencies of the adult learners. These, these skills and competencies that come both from the curriculum and from their life work experience so that they can be assigned credit for these learning. learning. Um, so this is the prior, this is one, one slice of the prior learning assessment um, option. <clears throat> Encourage adult learners to take an active role in the assessment process. An Alfie institution designs educational experiences using learning outcomes. Um, and then, uh, again, prior learning assessment identifies and documents what learners know and can do as a result of their educational experience evaluates external instructional programs, and advocates for adult learners to gain credit for formal learning achieved via instructional programs delivered by businesses, labor unions, and community-based organizations. The fifth principle addresses the teaching and learning process. <clears throat> Faculty using multiple methods of instruction for adult learners in order to connect curriculum, curricular concepts to useful knowledge and skills. Again, some performance indicators of the ALFI institution. Employs a teaching learning process that includes a high degree of interaction among learners and between learners and faculty considers adult learners to be co-creators in knowledge. <clears throat> Offers multiple methods of instructional delivery to enhance convenient access to education and provides choices to accommodate preferred learning modes. Uses assessment as an integral part of the learning process and in ways that enhance competency and self-confidence. Principle number six, student support systems. Um, very important here. The institution assists learners using comprehensive academic and student support systems. Offering support, both formal and informal, that's activated by a potential student's initial inquiry. Helping adults to become college ready through existing academic support systems or in collaboration with other organizations. Devising flexible time frames for enrollment, registration, and program participation. 
faculty and staff who inform adult students about the institution's programs and services. Providing support services that address the life circumstances of the adult, child care, support networks, financing, adult-centered orientation and advising, you touched on all of them, I think, when you were listing your barriers. Okay, principle number seven, technology. The institution uses information technology and provides relevant and timely information to enhance learning. Um, and there's just a long list, and you can well imagine what some of these might be. But the existence of web, email, computer orientation sessions for adult learners. Uh, in relation to what the institution's systems are, including distribution of access code software, arranging email accounts, things like that. Um, scheduling a web board meeting session for adult learners to encourage ongoing communications and to provide flexibility and support. A list of email addresses provided for all adult learners that includes peers, faculty, staff, community, and business contacts. Lists of various website locations that offer self-assessment rubrics, learning style inventories, and educational resources for adult learners. And there, there are many others, but I think that, that's a, an illustrative list there. And then, principle number eight, strategic partnerships. The institution engages in strategic relationships and collaborates with employers and other organizations to develop and improve the opportunities for adult learners. And some performance indicators promotes use of prior learning assessment to employers and community organizations, recruits learners through various stakeholder groups, i.e. Your, your local businesses and community organizations, collaborates with stakeholders to help establish the learning goals, works with stakeholders to develop mentoring and advising programs, collaborates with stakeholders to develop ways to encourage their employees or members to pursue an education and works with stakeholders to measure the impact of education programs on their goals. Okay. Um, and then we have, as I mentioned, a new scale that is not officially a principle. We have the eight principles, uh, and they, there was a lengthy process of validation and identification of the principles. This is still you know, in the works, we have made the determination just this summer to include the transition scale as part of the instrument that you will be using. But, um, so it, it's sort of, you know, out there as an important area to look at, but not yet actually a principle. Um, we'd like to take time now to involve you in a discussion of these principles. And, um, think that, that in order to do that and actually have an opportunity to discuss them for about 15 minutes, we'll divide into two groups. Um, I think if Kathy and everyone from this side would be one group,